My name's Sarah Frick, and you're listening to Are You For Real? A podcast all about being real. Like, really real, not just cute Instagram real. Like, real. Welcome back to Are You For Real? with Sarah Frick. Um, Today, we are coming back after kind of being a little bit spotty with our recordings um, just over the past year or so. Um, We are really happy and excited to be back. And I say we because I'm actually sitting here with Carter, who you guys all know, Carter Foxworth. And we wanted to come on this first podcast and just talk a little bit about what's happening like in our bubble, basically. Um, And just to talk about all the things and to regain our excitement with you guys around the podcast, what's a little bit of what's to come, a little bit of what we've been up to and, um, you know, just to say what's up. Back again. Here we are back again. We've missed the podcast. I hope you've all missed it too. (laughs) Maybe like a little background on why we've taken such a break, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think everybody knows and it's so it's this past year for every single person has been just a ride, right? It's been a real eye-opening time to, um, of priorities. Um, I know for so many of us, I mean, I really think basically the whole world, but maybe not everybody. I mean, for a lot of us, it was, you know, everything is an energy exchange, whether it's money, time, um, your actual energy. And so for us to like get a podcast guest and to be consistent in this was really challenging, even though it was something we kept being like drawn to every, every week I'd be like, Carter, I want to do the podcast. I want to do the podcast. She's like, well, you've got to like sit your ass down and we've got to do it. We got to do it. You got to do it if you want to do it. And it was hard. And so I kind of, um, I gave myself a little, a lot of grace, I would say, since this all, since everything started in March. And if it just wasn't like in flow in the moment, then it wasn't in flow in the moment. But we're starting to, um, as a collective, I think, get a little bit more back to structure. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day who was in the medical industry and her and her husband are both vaccinated and she um, came and took class and we're operating at a 50% in our studio. Um, which is not six feet apart, being totally transparent. And after class, I was like, how do you feel? Um, And she was like, Sarah, she's like, well, personally, because I'm vaccinated, I'm licking handrails. And I was like, okay, random. Lucky. But (laughs) she was saying that, um, you know, this COVID's not going anywhere. And I think she, you know, they stayed in their house for a long time. And she was like, I think the conversation is switching now to personal choice and to like what feels right for you. Um, Because ultimately we have to live our lives. We have to go out of our homes. Um, and I think with that comes a nervous energy, which is also a little bit of excitement. I know we've seen it at the studios that, you know, with us being at a 50% capacity, um, we, a lot of our classes are full with totally full wait lists. Cause I think people are starting to regain some energy, um, some excitement starting a new year, you know, under a new presidency, like whatever like it comfortable is, comfortable again, there's, there's finally new, a little, there's new things happening. And I think people are starting to gear themselves into, uh, maybe getting back out there. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like dipping their toes in a little, where were you going with that? Oh, why we stopped the podcast for a bit, but now, now you're back. I don't really know where I was going with that. No, but it's good information <laughs> and it is true. It's personal responsibility. Like we you know, if people come to the studio and they feel anxious, well, you can totally leave. And we talk about this all the time. No one's forcing you to come. No one's forcing you to get your nails done. No one's forcing you to do anything really. But we've all realized, I think, that we need to get back to our lives as best and as safe as we can. Yeah. And it looks different. I mean, I cannot, I remember traveling once out of the country 
and there was two people on the airplane and they were wearing masks and I was a lot younger and probably a lot bitchier than I am now. Well, we'll see. Well, I Please. Don't know. But um, I was like, <laughs> weird. They're wearing masks. And now like, I can't even imagine. Well, when you watch TV, it's like, wait, they're not wearing masks. Right. And I'm like, I'm just watching a movie. Like they don't have to be wearing I, masks. And I, I, like my son goes to public school and I pick him up and he will literally wear his mask for or I'm like, we've been home for three hours. You can take your mask off. <laughs> you know, it's such a, it, it's such a new normal. Right. And it's, um, and a friend of mine who is a pediatric nurse at, um, MUSC, which is our teaching hospital downtown. She was like, Sarah, it's really crazy how much less airborne illnesses these children are coming in with this year. She's right. like the masks, the masks, work. The masks work, you know? And I mean, ultimately I hope we don't wear masks for the rest of our lives, but I mean, we will for a while though. Yeah. And that's fine. And if you're listening, please wear your mask. Please. It's just a really nice thing to do for your neighbors and your friends and your kids and all, all those people. But um, back to Are You For Real? So right before we got started with the podcast, we were kind of just shooting the shit. And when we originally started the podcast, I don't know, was it two years ago? Two, yeah. Two years ago? It was the are you the whole premise behind Are You For Real was listening to people's stories because we do, so in the room when we're sharing the sweat, we also like listen to our stories and share all that heart work. And, you know, I was thinking how much things have changed in two years. And when we used to listen to people's stories, it was so much like about what got them to where they are. And now I feel like we're living in the story of the present and how we've like survived, survived, overcome, like how we grew in these places where it was really tricky. And I mean, they're like at the beginning of all this, and we were like, we're not going to make this a COVID podcast. Here we, <laughs> here we are. Um, <laughs> at the beginning of all this, I just remember I would like lay in bed and I just feel so heavy and depressed. And like, it was just not knowing was the, it was the most, it, it was the weirdest experience ever. I, I was talking to my grandma, my 90 year old grandmother and she was, was hey, you like, need to call more. I know I'm going to call you, Nan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Nan, if you're listening, Nan, if you're listening, please don't <laughs> listen. Cause I say bad words. Um, but she was like, Sarah, in all my life, you know, the great depression, all these wars, I've never, it's wild for the older. She's like, I've never seen generation. anything like this. Yeah. It's just, and I, I mean, my belief is that it was the perfect storm because it was also like political mayhem and, you know, everything happening like socially with social justice. It was just like, and I think there's a lot of digesting that's still happening. And I do believe, and I've said this before that, you know, the year that I lost my mother and I was going through a divorce, I remember sitting in this parking lot at the old Piggly Wiggly. And like, I felt like everything like fell to the floor and I was only going to pick up the pieces that mattered. And I think that that's what a lot of people are doing right now, you know? Um, yeah, you realize what you really care about and the, your relationships that really matter and the things that, like, I feel like even just in the past year, like, I've changed so much, you've changed so much, what matters to you yeah. is what you're going to do now. And it's, I mean, obviously it's not great and the world is crumbling but we're coming back, we're, we're getting back up and we found the good in it I as well. I think the world's kind of always been hanging on by a thread. Right. <laughs> and COVID just like, like reminded COVID us. COVID popped it. Oh, po- y'all. <laughs> <laughs> to derail Hates. from COVID, we had to have a chat with Sarah this morning because she has got to, well, and if you're listening and you're uh, on your social media chatting in the camera a lot, we don't need you to say, I'm just popping on. We know you're just popping on I because like you're intro. just popped onto the video. So just say, hey, what's up? Instead of just popping hey on guys, here. what's up? It's me, Sarah. I'm just <laughs> hopping on. Um, but to go back to that, I think everything was being like held, 
you know, in this like contentious space and then COVID hit and just the fucking wheels came off and it, it, it needed to, you know, in a way. And I know for me, like the growth has always been very uncomfortable. Like I'm clawing to stay backwards. And, you know, even when we open new studios, Carter always knows I have like, like a week or so where I'm like really depressed. A month, a month, a month. (laughs) And she's like, what is wrong? Like we just opened this banging studio, like things are happening. And I'm like, I'm just really sad. I'm just really sad. I'm going to lay in my bed and eat potato chips. (laughs) Because it's like, there's this, there's all this energy to build up to something and then it happens. And it's like, I like have to stand on the sidelines and watch and I'm like, are they going to love it? Is it going to be enough? I mean, opening Mount Pleasant during COVID was like ultimate depression because we couldn't really have a big bang. We couldn't have an event. We couldn't, we were just like, like, all right, we're open. Come on. Hey, (laughs) welcome. We didn't have any. We didn't have any money to do any like intense marketing. We were just like, "Come if you like it. And they, if you don't, if you don't." And, and, and they came. And they came. It's good. And some didn't. And some won't come back. And some new people came. And that's the beautiful thing about it. You know, it's open. One door closes, another opens, another uh, blah 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 blah. So let's pivot. 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 Um, Popping and pivoting. <laughs> pivot over and talk to Carter about her year because she has had such an amazing few months too. Yeah. Well, I guess mainly, obviously the work cycle. And so Sarah and I, uh, when COVID, when we were quarantined, Sarah and I, a lot of y'all might know this, but Sarah and I quarantined together. So at least we had someone to hang out with and we had to get some work done and we were pivoting constantly, figuring out all the, all the ways to get fitness to people when we were closed. And then we had the idea of opening up a cycle studio and expanding on the works brand. Um, so now you can really, you know, get everything in one, maybe yoga is not your thing. So you want to cycle or vice versa, or maybe you like to do both, which we've seen so many people doing. And we opened the pop-up at the Sarah's studio downtown at the works in a small room. And there's nine bikes in there, plus the instructor. And it's been really great. Um, uh, at first I was like, how is this going to work in this tiny room? Are people going to like it? Is it going to be the same experience? And people, it's like this secret club of pop-up people that are obsessed with it. And it's awesome. And we were looking at, Sarah and I were looking at this space across the street from the works and that just wasn't sitting right. And so we um, are actually going next door in the Star building next to the works downtown right now, which is even better it all kind of just happened. Something wasn't feeling right with that space, you know, and you just, in your gut, you're like, this isn't it. But we were eager to find a space. And so we were just pressing forward with it. And then, um, I ran into someone at Graystar and they were like, why aren't you going next door? And I was like, I, it wasn't available, but thanks to COVID that last person pulled out. So we are waiting on our permits for the city city. If you're listening, <laughs> if you could hurry up <laughs> And then we'll start the build out by John Frick, Sarah's husband, and Mary Welch is doing our design and it's going to be similar to the works, but a different vibe as well. A little more masculine. Um, so yeah, Because Carter's tuned. a little more masculine yeah, than me. Yeah, since I'm a little more <laughs> masculine. But it's awesome. And through that, uh, through opening the studio or the pop-up for now, I have definitely learned a lot about myself and I'm a little bit busier. Not that that's like, should be rewarded, but, um, it's definitely, 
I definitely have a lot of respect for Sarah for opening or I mean, in any fitness studio owner, it's no joke. It's so much work. It's you're in the customer service industry and it's long hours and you know, you're not like just making millions, but it's so rewarding. And through that, I forced myself to learn how to teach because I wanted to be as relatable as possible for the staff and really know what they're going through. And um, so that has been a whole a whole new realm. I did like a little mini training with Katie Penta, our master instructor, who is amazing, and um, three guys. And I was like, they're going to be so judging me. Who am I? Why does she think she can do this? Like, she doesn't even know what she's doing. But I did it. And I couldn't go to all the trainings and so I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to teach. I'm going to wait till the spring. And then I'm going to do the thing, the train, the real training for the new people. And Katie was like, just try to teach a class for the staff and just see. And then I loved it. And so I definitely have a new appreciation for all the work that all the instructors do, because it's not like they just pop on a playlist and step in there and teach. It's like, They spend hours making, excuse me, we, I'm an instructor now, (laughs) we spend hours making these playlists and planning out the classes and, you know, your message. And it's so, it's so much energy that goes into it. And uh, it's just this whole newfound respect. It really is. And, and Carter is awesome. And I'm not just saying that because she's sitting here. She (laughs) is. And I like, you know, before you started teaching, Carter's one of those people that, when she does something, she does something with her whole heart and her whole being. And like when we, when she came onto the works team with me and she was not, had, didn't have any ownership and she was just in it. Like you're totally in it though. Like invested, like she's like studying. She's like the best. She's like apprentice. Like be careful if you don't want her to steal your ideas. (laughs) She's always taking these notes. She always has pens everywhere she goes. She has a pen. And, um, I think, you know, becoming a teacher there's this dynamic energy that I always say, like when people were, were, um, having interviews right now, Maggie and I for teacher training. And, um, it's like the veil gets pulled back, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like in the wizard of Oz where you see behind and you're like, that's what's happening because, you know, yes, it's hard work. Yes. It's real. Yes. It's authentic. But to, to have like the execution be exactly what it needs to be. And for it to be successful, you have to fucking put your back into it. Like you got up, you have to work, you have to be able to be vulnerable. You have to be able to fuck up. And like, I mean, sometimes the things that have come out of my mouth in teaching, especially when I was like a newer teacher, I was like, what? I was like, well, <laughs> not only what, but I like got, it was like, it went flat. Like it was like, I like had these big hopes. I had these like, oh, this is going to be so we're talking about it. We're talking about it yesterday. Yeah. Like when you lay in bed at night and you're trying to fall asleep and you're saying all this shit in your head, that's like, I'm like, oh, that is awesome. That's going to be so good. Oh yes. I can't wait. And then you yeah. wake up and you're like, that's just sad, man. <laughs> like, that shit is just depressing. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I love, I love watching all of like my, like people grow in something that they're great at. Your cubs. By cubs. But it's been so awesome to see Carter because for those of you that know, don't know Carter, Carter is like, and this is a compliment to her. She's very put together. <laughs> you are. And like, i sometimes feel like I'm just like, I always, Carter's like 10 years younger than me and she's way more mature than me. And I just love seeing you like fucking just ball out and like go from your heart. And that's, it's hard. It's not, it's, not yeah. everyone can do it. So it is, it's fun though. And yeah, if you like, I had always thought I wanted to teach. I had this like little thing in the back of my head. 
after riding at a bunch of studios when I was living in New York. And then one time this instructor at um, Oxygen Fitness in Augusta, Georgia, where we go, she was like, you should teach. And I was like, oh, I can't teach. Like, I'm like, I do like the marketing business side of things. Like I'm not a fitness instructor as if it was like, no, I don't know. I don't know why I thought that. But once you try something and realize that you love it, you're like, okay, this was meant to be, but it just wasn't the time until now. Mm -hmm. And it's literally, it's, it's like the best drug ever too. Totally. Oh yeah. I'm like, I just want to teach now. I don't want to deal with all the back end stuff. I'm like, relax, you're good. You got a few classes, relax. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I want to teach more, more. Um, And it is, it's, it's so, it's so rewarding. And especially like, it's, it's, it's about the people that are there, but it's about like this collective experience of like everybody, like, you know, race, ethnicity, money, like all of that stuff. It really doesn't matter when you're in sync with that. And that is, that is community. And that is a collective. I'm not saying that the other things do not matter. Of course they do. Right. But just for that 45 minutes, that hour where you can like not know the person next to you, but y'all are having this like crazy experience together and it's a healthy experience. Like we're not talking LSD, like we're talking, you know, like sweat. Um, I mean, and, someone related class yesterday to like being on ecstasy and I was like, yeah. you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and next up our ad with Audra Walters. <laughs> <laughs> um, but really, and, and like you're doing it and then people leave and they're thanking you and they're smiling and you see that they're happy and like they'll come back to you the next day and they're like, oh, when you said that in class, like, I feel the same way. That really helped. You're like, oh, okay, whoa, this is really working. Oh my gosh. So Carter told this story yesterday about how she had a bad week last week and Foxy, who's Carter's husband was like, you're just being really annoying, whatever. And (laughs) she like went up to him and she was like, well, do you still like me? One of the girls that was in the class with us, I went and saw her yesterday and she was like, who doesn't do that? Right. Like, you know, and like, are we still married? Yeah. Just cause I'm complaining every second. Um, <laughs> I think it's, you know, I think that's just a, a testament to the work itself because it does work. And, you know, I teach different than Carter clearly. And Katie teaches different than Chandler. And like, we all have these different energies and different personalities, but there's something that's happening beneath it that is contagious. And like I said, that is a collective and that is why we're like, so protective over the method. Right. Um, and that we want like to get you for, to get the same experience, whether you're on a mat or on a cycle bike. And well, that's, what's so cool about now having both the studios together. It's this crazy energy and people are, you know, going from room to room, but they're getting this same experience, even though it's a totally different workout. It's kind of the same with the different works classes. Like you're going to get, you're going to feel kind of the same if you go to the sweat, if you go to the works, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's cool to watch it expand for sure. Mm-hmm. And now a word from our sponsor. Looking to buy or sell in the Charleston area? We got you. You got to check out my girl Audra Walters from Front Porch Properties. Audra works with both buyers and sellers, but what sets her apart from other agents is she will stage your listing for free, zero dollars. There is no charge to the sellers. This helps tremendously, especially if you are selling a rental or a second home that has no furniture or hasn't been loved in years. It also helps if you live in the house and have a large brown ugly leather couch. She can fix it. Staging homes to sell for more money and more quickly. So why not sell with Audra? There's more. She offers free 3D virtual tours and drone videos with all her listings. It is key to get your home on social media and Audra rocks that out. You can find Audra on Instagram at Audra underscore Walters underscore CHS or frontporchpropertiessc.com. 
And you can also always find her in my classes, turning on the freaking fans, Audra. <laughs> so check her out today. She's an awesome woman and she is super motivated. One thing I didn't add about the works cycle that we're opening, the main studio is that we'll also have infrared saunas for those who just want to drip and sweat. So you don't even have to get in the room for that, you know? I got in one yesterday for like in 45 minutes. Um, uh, Sarah made her husband, John, John the Builder, go have his body wrapped in saran wrap. It's charcoal saran wrap. And he was supposed, she was like, do you have any, does he have any thongs? And I was like, if he does, <laughs> it's a problem. Um, so he actually wore one of my bathing suits. And it fit. Uh-huh. <laughs> John and I passed each other on the scale opposite during the COVID as well. Like Carter said, laying in bed eating no, potato chips. not true. Um, but we're on this like text chain from some weekend and COVID. I don't know why. And the name of the text chain is Pandemic Penis. <laughs> and Ryan Stasek is in it. So, you I know, mean, plug your ears. Yeah. And they're all sending <laughs> thong photos. And we're like envisioning John getting his body wrapped. And it was just a lot yesterday to take in. But, but it was really, I'm really, he, it was all, I'm really proud of you, John. And you felt good. Yeah. It felt amazing. I mean, the saunas are where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, I love any kind of experience like that where you're sweating heavily. Sweating. I guess uh, one thing that someone asked on Instagram that kind of, you know, ties into work while we're on the subject of work is what is a day in the life like for you? So walk us through your normal day. Um, we'll, we'll both do it. Okay. Starting with you. Okay. So. Speci get very specific here. Jeez. Okay. So my day, honestly. Not too specific. <laughs> really like starts at like about 2.03 a.m. Because right. I, I, I'm not a very good sleeper and neither are two of my children. Um, and so she'll send you a thousand DMs in your Instagram. Yes, that way your text doesn't wake you up. I'm like, that's called respect Carter <laughs> <laughs> waking up to all these DMs. She's like, oh, I didn't want to text you. So I'm saying this in yeah. the DM. <laughs> See, yep. but that's, but that's nice. She's um, consistent. Yes. So I wake, usually get up one child will be somewhere and near my bed by then. And I'll put them in the bed. I'll get up. I always usually go to the bathroom, have a LaCroix, Take a little, take a little lap around the gram, which I know is fucking the worst thing in the world I could do during COVID when I was having like some anxiety ish stuff. I got real into purchasing through Instagram. Oh. Um, and my bookkeeper called me and she was like, okay, we got to talk. She was like, what, what are all these pay PayPal? China, 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 yeah, China. <laughs> seriously. Like PayPal makes it too easy. I mean, and I wasn't ordering anything. I was ordering like, I mean, I reaped the benefits. Masks and <laughs> sweatshirts and socks. And like, Just like butt. Uh, remember those funny um, oh, butt yeah. exercise things yes. you ordered? And none of it works when it comes in. Well, It'd be like a sweatsuit the size of my Oh pinky. my gosh. And the material, like, don't smoke a cigarette around me because I'm going to light on fucking fire. <laughs> um, so, so that's usually that. And I'll give, you know, it takes about an hour. And then I... Um, to on, drink your LaCroix. Yeah, I'd like sit my... Well, I'm laying in bed the whole time. And then I have this app on... Or not an app. On Spotify on my phone, I have an... A, a 12 hour playlist of relaxing massage music. <laughs> and so I'll start playing that. Carter's heard it before many times. And, go it's tell very relaxing. and I also have my rain. So I choose between my rain. The and rain my, is like, <laughs> yeah, it's called, it's called city rain. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> it's not like a light farm rain. It's like this shit is coming down. We are not playing that in Miami yeah. next week. <laughs> <laughs> so I usually get that going and then I got to adjust the volume a little bit. 
Then I'll fall back asleep. And at six o'clock, John's alarm or my alarm will go off. Um, and then kids are up and we are getting Wayland school starts at 7.15, which is criminal criminal for a seven-year-old. So we wake up, um, drag him like out of bed, feed him, take him to school. One of us feed him, (laughs) feed him, clothe him, (laughs) make him wear socks, make him wear underwear. That's always a big fight. I get it. I'm like extra layer. But, um, and then I'll go to the studio and I usually, most mornings I'm teaching by eight 30 or Thursday mornings I teach at seven. So I'm either working out or teaching by then. Um, and then we'll go into the office, decompress, make a playlist, have some chat chats, teach some more. Distract me. And then I always have some private clients too that I go see in the afternoons, um, and work with. And then I'll usually go back to the studio for a little bit and then come home, hang out with kids, make dinner, go to bed, go to bed, do it all again. Try to take a shower. So you're normally done by four. And then you start your other life. Then I start my other life, which is the hard one, the hard part for me. And I've talked about that many times. Like my, I'm my best self at the studio and my work is always in the house because it's it's hard for me to switch gears, but I've been working on it with a therapist who I'm terrified of, but I really do appreciate her. And she, my, my past history with therapy is that I would go to see someone for like three times and then I'd break up with them via text. And that was it. I'd be like, yeah, I can't come in. And then I could just like, they're not like my friends. I would just be like, "Mm, ignore, ignore, which is like so shitty. And I told her that. And she was like, listen, if you want to break up with me, promise me one thing. You have to come in and do it on my couch. And I was like, we know you're not doing that. (laughs) I guess we're getting married. But, um, you know, I fight it, but every time I go, I, I like want to tip her on the way out. I have literally, she has held me to a different standard, um, that I have not been holding myself to on a personal level. And it's, we talk a lot about, um, internal locus of control versus external. And I live my life in this external locus. And a, a lot of people do a lot of people that are expansive in nature do this as well. It's not like a bad thing, but it's contingent on what's happening in your surroundings. Is the studio busy? Are my classes busy? Are the kids, you know, behaving? Am I getting the praise I need? And, you know, instead of operating from that place, which you really have no control over operating from a place where like, okay, I'm good on the inside and, and the way that she's taught me to do that. And this probably is so basic for some people, but I've lived so externally for so long is that you have to check in with your emotions. And I used to think that was cheesy, but she's like, you got, she's like, you literally have to be like, how do I feel about that? Okay. I feel sad about that. Okay. Nurture why you're sad about it because it's not about people not showing up for you. It's really something that's happening in here. And then from that place, you resolve the issue internally and you can move on. And it has been life-changing for me. So, um, yeah. Wow. That's me in a day. (laughs) (laughs) She and her locus. (laughs) My locus of internal control. She's like internal locus, internal Mm -hmm. locus. I mean, if Sarah goes all in on something, that's really all in. And they all make fun of me. Every single person I know makes fun of me and that's okay. But... Can you not see a difference? Yes, yes, really, truly. I can. I can. It's true. I mean, it's really been a And you're like parenting different. I'm a different... And John and I are getting... Yeah, and John, you and John are really in a good place. I mean, you know, we have our issues. I mean, we are in a good place, but we definitely have been way more honest with each other than we ever have. Um, 
which I used to get like mad and I wouldn't even let him get through a sentence because I was so fucking defensive. And he'd always be like, you're so defensive. And I was like, I'm defensive because I'm right. And instead of that, it's like, if y'all don't know, John's always right. So that gets a little tricky. So now we're like starting to experience like we're two people. And I I mean, I'm sure people figure this out like their first year of marriage and we're like in 11. Yeah, right. Well, I I know. I just feel like I'm a little like behind the ball, but like, (laughs) like we're starting to realize that we're two people, two people that are going to potentially live together forever. That's like a really big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Jury's out. (laughs) Potentially, you know. But you know, it's like you think like you want people to, it used to be like, well, you don't do it the way I want you to do it. So it's wrong. Instead of like, that's how you do it. And this is how I do it. Right. You know, I don't know. It's It's really been enlightening for me. It is very enlightening to watch from the outside. I'm proud of y'all and you. Thanks. So Carter, talk about your life. Your life is a lot more probably interesting than mine. I don't think so. I don't have kids to deal with, and I feel like that makes it... Um, when Carter tells me she's going to bed at 6, I'm like, fuck you. I know. Well, she's like, ugh, I'm going to bed at 6. I feel like stuff. every day is very <laughs> different. But now that I am a teacher, if you didn't know, <laughs> I ha- my weeks have gotten a little... It's a kind of like keeps you in check. So I like to stay super focused until Wednesday because I teach on Wednesday morning. And then I kind of like enjoy myself on Wednesday and then Thursday I like to refocus because I teach on Friday and then it's the weekend. But let me think. Okay. A day in the life. I wake up at like six dependent, but normally six. And I. She chops her perfectly organic fruit and puts it in matching Tupperwares. (laughs) Boils her eggs. (laughs) I make my coffee, blah, blah, blah. You know, like whatever, lemon water, the things, all the things. Lemon water. Chug a massive hydro flask. Um, and then I normally rush right out the door. I don't see Foxy in the morning really because he goes to the works early and I head downtown and then start my day there. And every day is different because with this build out and with doing the marketing at the works and with all we have going on, it's kind of just like I take it morning by morning, prioritize what I need to do. And, but I, yeah, I do, I do the scrolling on Instagram first thing when I wake up too, cause I have to check all the, the work cycle, the works I do shoes on King, my mom's store shoes. It's like, it's just, it's so much. And I know it's bad for you to do that in the morning, but when it's your job, you have to. And then I and normally you would do it anyway. Yeah. I'm just blaming the job. Yeah. And then I normally stay at the studio till like, I don't know. It's honestly different every day, two, three, whatever, go home finally shower, take off my sweaty pants, Mm -hmm. but we're trying to get better about that as we sit here in sweatpants. Mm -hmm. And I like to like end my day at 4.30, which I used to have this weird, I mean, but then I'll check emails and stuff later, but I used to have this like internal anxiety that, oh, well, because when I was working in New York, I worked like nine to six or whatever. And I was like, you, if you're not working past five, you're not doing a good job. But it's like, Sarah finally taught me that we're working all the time and we start at like 6 a.m. So, and Carter used to like text me and she still does sometimes. She's like, Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm doing stuff. And I'm like, You don't ever have to explain yourself to me. Yeah. Like, it's this like, job doesn't shut off. The doors, we, we're, we're closed one day a year, Christmas. That's it. The best day. But so, we still have to post on Instagram. But, you know, it's like, yeah. I do find a hard, I do find it hard how to like wind down now and I need to get better about disconnecting at night. And this is what, it, we touched on a minute ago, but I come home from the studio where I've been with people all day. And then, you know, it's like constant, the text threads with every, it's just, it's constant, like talking to people and being around people, which I love, but then I get home and I don't want to talk to Foxy who's been sitting 
at his office by himself all day. And so he's literally like, alone, literally <laughs> alone. And I'm like, I can't talk, but then I, I got to figure out a way to muster up some energy for the evening. Drugs. Yeah. Drugs. <laughs> but I like to, you know, cook dinner, hang. I don't like to do weeknight plans anymore. I've really slowed down this year and it's driving Sarah insane. I mean, <laughs> you, you would think y'all, when Carter has a baby, it is going to flip her on her ass. <laughs> Cause I'm not going to get all my relaxing. She time. is. This woman needs a relax. And I like to be alone sometimes yeah. too, but you know, we're learning. And that's, We're and figuring that's all, it out. It's all good stuff. Like Carter's way better. Well, I don't want to say better. I think Carter and I have different needs. I'm learning this. Different needs about boundaries. Um, oh, yeah. We're, which is fine. You know, I think some people have, like for me, I'm such a pack animal. And as much as I like complain about like, or talk about like how my kids are so crazy, this and that, there's always like a hundred people at our house too. And I thrive in those situations. Um, and I'm seeing with John too, like he needs a little more. Like he's like, do people, you know what I mean? Do always people have- always need to be in our house? I'm like, Sarah, stop inviting the but random person at Whole Foods over to your house. But that's external. That's my external. Right. Because if I'm focusing on everything else, I don't have to deal with what's happening inside of me. Right. Exactly. That's or like numbing out. Your kids that are annoying you or whatever. Yeah, I'm like strength in numbers, strength in numbers. Right. And like distractions. But we've definitely had, we've definitely learned a lot this year from opening this business together and, you know, how to lead the instructors together and all the things. And we definitely talk about boundaries a lot because we are so different in that regard, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is fine. Yeah. It's good. Totally. It's just a learning curve. They all like me better anyway. So it's fine. You're all fired. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She's nicer. Well, I don't know if I'm nicer. I'm just, yeah, I am nicer. She's more relaxed. I am. I've been doing it longer. Um, so let's see what else is interesting. I had put out there a long time ago that I was writing a book and then I decided not, I just kind of pulled back because it was, it was hard and I didn't have the motivation to do it during COVID, um, or doing, I mean, I say during where I know we're still in this space, but 2020, yeah, 2020. But anyway, I reignited the passion and I've been writing more, so I'm excited. It may be a pamphlet like that you get on like the back of an airplane (laughs) seat, but there will be something coming. Um, I think let's see what else. I mean, when you say, when you say you got to do it, you got to do it and now you're doing it. I know. That's why I always put things out there. I, well, I mean, she decided she wanted to write a book and then like literally an hour later posted on Instagram, I'm writing a book. If I you was put like, it on Instagram, have, it is going to happen. Have we discussed? <laughs> I am writing a book. I'm going to share all my secrets. <laughs> I think that's partly too, like what holds me back is like, I want to write a really real book, but like, I don't know. Some things you might just need to take to the grave. What do you think? Mm, no, I think, I mean, some <laughs> things. <laughs> No, I, I, yeah, I think that you're, it, hmm, yeah, some things take to the grave, but I think you need to be like open and real and it's, or else it's boring to read. We were brainstorming about her book and we were like, what kind of books do you like to read? And I was like, uh, really like dark drug memoirs, (laughs) (laughs) but it's like, you want to read about something that's, I mean, everyone's different, but for me, that's kind of like, I'm so intrigued by it in a like sick way. And I think that real raw stories are definitely more yeah. interesting than like a flowery. No. For me. 
Yeah. Again. Same. A flowery, like. Self-help novel. Self, yeah. I'm like, Kill oh, me. I'm so bored on page one. Same. Done. Right. You got to hook me with something. You got to be a hooker and you got to hook gotta, me. <laughs> you got to be a hooker and you got to hook me if you want to sell the book. But Sarah's so nervous to write this book and I'm like. I'm not nervous. Not it's nervous. Just, it's, I don't know. But then I see some books on the shelves. I mean, you know as if I go to bookstores yeah, all the day. <laughs> last time you were browsing Barnes and Nobs. Um, you know, I think what's hard for me, and I like say this humbly, is that we have been blessed with success with a lot of the things that we've been working on. And like, you don't want it to, I don't want it to fall flat. First of all, I don't want it to be just another like yoga teacher writing a book. And also, um, but that's my own shit. Right? Like totally. it might just be like the whole exercise of actually putting it on paper may be the fucking work. And it doesn't, it might not be a New York Times bestseller, guys. Okay. okay it's okay. <laughs> you know, we're going to have those stacked high in the studio for sale, and all y'all going to feel bad and buy one. So at least we'll be selling, I'll be you like know, 100 about, a day. Like Shavasana. Right. They're not free. We'll yeah. be selling them. Um, Business. Let's see. Another with- thing Sarah likes to toss things in for free a lot. Yes. It's nice. I know. It's a good way to be. Yes, it is. Um, one other thing that I did during this pandemic with the woman who helps me with my babies, um, Erica, who's so wonderful, um, is we started this little side company called Bad Guys Threads. And if you haven't checked it out, Erica, I do nothing. I literally do nothing. Erica does everything. She is just very Tied-eye creative. She, and she is so, she's, it's, she's really done beautiful work. And she created this awesome website. So you can check that out too at badguysthreads.com or on Instagram at badguysthreads. And the reason we named it bad guys was after my husband, John, cause he's the bad he, guy. He's the bad guy. He's Ooh. like, Oh, everyone thinks I'm the bad guy. I'm like, well, is he's everyone gotten over that? Is everyone wrong? No, now he's just kind of boring. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, like, are you going to be mean to me today? Yeah. Or are you just going to be nice? This I'm is like, weird. Can you be the bad guy again? Yeah. We miss you <laughs> bad guy. Come back. Come back. Um, Someone did ask how, I don't really know how to answer this, but we can try because we're probably both really bad at this, but how to, how do you slow down? How do y'all do less? I'm like, well, we're trying to do more, but I guess maybe we need to do less sometimes. Mm -hmm. But how do you do that? How do we do that? I mean, for me, like the less thing is about um, having really good people on your team, which I've talked about before. Yeah. So with more comes more clearly. Um, and that means that I need, you know, more help with, or, and we need more help with just tasks that aren't maximizing like that whole like 80, 20 idea. Right. So it's like, if I'm doing things that aren't actually like growing the business or making the business money, it's a waste of my time, but I still only have the same amount of time. So finding people that can do that, do those things and trusting people. Um, and I really need to work on that because I'm a total control freak, Mm-hmm. especially with the brand and everything like with cycle, like I wouldn't even, I mean, we, we will have people helping, but right now I'm doing it all. So I know what's coming in. And so I can learn every little aspect of the business, but like the thought of giving even like the email or the phone up and how someone's going to speak to customers, I'm like, Ugh, gives me anxiety. So I'm trying to learn from Sarah to just roll with it <laughs> and just, it doesn't matter. It's going to be fine. I mean, it, it matters. Right. But you hire people that you trust. Yeah. Like I, I trust someone else to answer the phone more than I trust myself. To yeah. Answer the phone. I mean, I, I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you can look it up. Um, Google. Google. Have you heard of Google? Um, one thing John and I are doing, we're working towards doing is at least like four days a week, putting our phones down from six to eight since we both I've noticed run our own businesses. Um, and it's a good time to hang with the kids. Um, 
And it's like, you know, before we had phones like this, I mean, I remember when I opened my first studio, Instagram wasn't a thing. I mean, Facebook was maybe MySpace, I don't know. But like people were not, it wasn't like people were not as like readily available. So it's kind of like you send an email and then the next day you got a response, right? And um, everybody survived. So no, I, I mean, I think about this all the time and it's with our work and I want to be better about that too, because you're, it's, we're so readily available. Like if I don't answer, I mean, this is, if I don't answer you, you're like, are you dead? Are you napping? You okay? I'm like, I'm taking a minute, <laughs> know, true. but we all have to be better about it. And like, everything is okay. If the world just stops for a day, you know? Yeah. Yep. And I think the slowing down comes with making choices outside of work, you know, yeah. to like not say yes to everything and to protect your investment, which is the year of no. It is the year of no. Don't even think about inviting. Don't invite Carter anywhere. Anything. Cause she'll say yes. And then she'll talk shit about it for like fucking week and then she'll cancel anyway. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just need, I just need some time to say no. This is a big year for you. Yeah, it is. It really is. I mean, this is a huge deal. And you know, if y'all don't know, like I am a partnership in this with Carter, but this is Carter is doing everything, everything. Like I am her hype girl. Like I just like to take classes. She spends, she spends hard. (laughs) I I offer to help, but she doesn't give me much to do. So I control freak. I'm like, you're wiping the bike the wrong way. Yeah. Yep. See, it's tough. It's tough. There you go. There you are. Yep. That's just how it is. But you know, it is what it is. So Um, we'll get there. We will get get better. So we just wanted to come on and just say, Hey to you guys. And just to you know, start a little conversation. Moving forward, we are going to have over the next several weeks, months, guests, um, new guests, a few guests we've talked to before that are actually doing different things now. Um, some people I know, some people I don't know. Um, and I'm really looking forward to sharing all their stories with you. And for myself too, just to getting to get to hear what people are up to that are outside of my freaking bubble. Because like I said, like it's like a microcosm, you know, like you walk in the studio and that's it. Like I see the people that are there. And, yeah. We we're just um, saying if we don't, if we don't see you at this, st- we don't see you, it's cause you're not coming to the studio. If you want to hang out, come work out with us. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I think that's really it. Yeah. Anything? I think that's it. I'm excited for your podcast to be back. Me too. It's going to be good. And if you guys have anything you want to hear about or talk about yeah, like topics, we'll like, say you really want to learn about, I don't know, whatever, anything, something weird, DM us and we'll find someone an expert on that topic yes. and bring them on the show yes it's actually helpful to know what y'all want to hear because yeah. i don't know seriously so hopefully you enjoyed listening to us talk if you didn't don't tell anyone you didn't just rate us review us share with your friends check us out at theworkcycle.com theworkchs.com instagram theworkscycle theworkschs and as always any questions you guys have we would love to hear so hit us up bye